0: Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The man who Francis has tapped to act as his enforcer for smashing the traditional Latin mass offerings for your diocese, your parish, and for religious orders, now has a new mission in the church, to change how you and your family receive their faith formation. Francis has tapped the most questionable of all modern prelates, were the important task of revising the standards of catechesis in the Catholic faith. Previously, this man has stated that the traditional Latin Mass is no longer compatible with the faith of the Catholic Church, stating in rather stark terms that we have a different religion than we had before the Second Vatican Pastoral Non-Binding Council. Today, that prelate is back in the news, and what he has to say is equally as concerning as that. So let's get into the story now. The prelate I'm talking about is, of course, the English Archbishop, Arthur Roach, whom Francis tapped for an important office in the Roman Curia in May of 2021. Archbishop Roach is the prefect for the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments, which is the office of the Roman Curia that oversees both the former Ecclesia day groups like the FSSP as well as religious orders. But it is also the office of the Roman Curia that's in charge of setting standards for catechesis, promoting new initiatives related to faith formation for everyday Catholics, and the management of how the church sees sacramental theology and the promotion of the sacraments. The man has acted as a wrecking ball for the traditional liturgy, functionally taking the church back to the priest and pontificum landscape when it comes to the traditional liturgy. Over the weekend, an interview was released with Archbishop Roche in Italian, where he reveals a lot about his motivation for smashing the traditional liturgy. And it gives us a peek into the mind of the modernists, more notably, he revealed that he is going to fundamentally change the nature of catechesis at the direction of Francis, which should have every Catholic family on its guard. The story comes from an online magazine called Omnes, who provides this headline in deck. Archbishop Arthur Roach, soon a document on the liturgical formation of all the baptized. Arthur Roach's first year at the head of the Congregation for Divine Worship has been intense. The publication of *Traditionis Custodus and of a letter from the Pope to the bishops on Tridentine liturgy was followed by a clarification of the doubts raised and signed by Bishop Roach. The prefect misses a greater liturgical formation of all the baptized and confirms the forthcoming publication of a document to promote it. Now that original article was not written in English and a bit was lost in the translation algorithm there, but the gist is that after his first year of smashing the liturgy, for most traditional Catholics, Archbishop Roach thinks there is a lot missing in current catechetical standards of the Church, and his task is now to bring them up to Francis's standards. Bear that in mind, Francis' standards. I'm sure that's reassuring for most of you watching this. But I'm going to start with the statements on the liturgy, partially because what he has to say is so astonishing that it shows us that the modernist prelates and priests and lay thinkers all believe themselves to be the real traditional Catholics in that we traditionalists are actually the ones engaging in theological liberalism, according to Roach. You may have seen this quote from this interview shared on social media, but I'm going to go over it anyway. From the interview, quote, An important difficulty in the church is the growth of individualism. People raise their desires as individual beings, but not as a community. Now the church is precisely a community and celebrates all the sacraments in a communal sense among them also the Mass, because it is not planned to celebrate without the presence of another person, and normally the faithful congregate in large numbers. At this time, liberalism, individualism that exists in the society are a challenge for the Church. It is easy to think of my personal preference, of a specific type of liturgy, of a particular expression of the celebration, of this priest rather than this other priest, but this individualism is not of the character of the church, and we must consider the effects of these influences on the spiritual life of the church, as is clearly underlined in Sancto Sanctum Concilium, but also in Lumen Gentium, end quote Lumigentium is the Vatican II document that expresses the modernist view that the church should embrace the world's standards of faith instead of proclaiming proudly that Christ is king. And because traditional Catholics reject notions, that people have the right to be wrong about whether christ is in fact king or not makes us the ecclesiastical liberal individualists according to the modernists instead of the modernists who literally wrote a liturgy to cater to the individual whims of the clergy offering those masses and their parish communities which are themselves formed in the individualistic values of the world it's the entire reason why we have discussions in the among catholics about you know how one parish We'll often be offering clown masses, and then two miles away, another parish is offering reasonably reverent masses in the new form. Roach's statements go beyond the pot calling the kettle black. His statement is a diabolical inversion of reality. Inversion of the truth is a hallmark of the diabolical, and we see it here throughout this interview. The very premise that the traditional mass is something traditional Catholics are loyal to out of preference is itself a statement not rooted in reality in the slightest, but Roach doesn't get that nor do the modernists, who want to flip the issue on its head by making this a discussion about obedience to lawful church authority over personal taste and preference. That isn't what this article is about primarily. Roach really has a lot to say on on his main goal here, which is reforming faith formation and the teaching of the faith more broadly. Why is this needed? Because of the growth of the traditional mass and what Francis is calling misuse of the liturgy. Francis has made mention here and there That he thinks the new Mass is celebrated badly in places, but no formal action has been taken at all on that front, because most of us interpreted what he meant to mean, you know, going after the clown Masses. And the lack of action on that front clearly means that Francis and Roche think the traditional Mass is the bigger threat to the Church than clown Masses are. But clown Masses are often the stated excuse for, usually among the apologists for Francis, for a liturgical education campaign, but the reality is actually almost the opposite. Quote. I think at this moment, there is a lack of liturgical formation. It is very interesting to remember that in the years prior to the council, there was a liturgical movement with a patristic biblical and ecumenical foundation. And the council offered the possibility of a renewal of the church, also regarding the liturgy. I think that at this moment, the aim is only to comply with the rubrics of the liturgy. And that seems a bit poor to me. Theologically, the reason was the celebration of the mystery. For this reason, two years ago, the Holy Father asked this congregation to hold a plenary meeting of all its members to discuss liturgical formation throughout the church, from bishops to priests and laity, and indeed a document on this matter is currently being prepared. Possibly it will materialize in the letter to the church on the importance of formation. What do we do when we meet every Sunday for this celebration? What is the point of that assembly? Not just an obligation to do something every week, but what do we do? What do we celebrate at that time? End quote. And while it's certainly a good thing that they will focus on the why we go to mass and what we do at mass he did just state that it was his estimation that too many priests pay too close attention to offering the mass strictly according to the rubrics of the new mass that's more than a little concerning because if that is what he meant then the bigger problem at hand is that they believe that the mass should be said in a way that reflects the needs and lived experiences of the parish community that means in some places more clown masses remember The overall enemy of Francis's program here is rigidity above everything else. The real target appears to be the faith formation of the young to keep their Vatican II revolution going. Throughout the interview, Roach talked at length about the need to make what the council called for manifest in the lives of everyday Catholics to achieve the goals of Vatican II. He actually and amazingly cites the Council of Trent as an example, where after the Council of Trent, there was difficulty in implementing the reforms of Trent across the church. It's more than a bit disingenuous to compare the two, Vatican II and Council of Trent to say the least, given that after Trent, Europe was engulfed in strife caused by Luther, Calvin, Zwingli, and their enablers among the nobility who wanted the power, wealth, and influence of the church all for themselves. Roach's aim here is to make the case for the need of a new office of catechist in every parish, guided by the diocese, who is in turn guided by Rome, and by Rome he means by Francis and eventually Francis' hand-picked successor. Quote, at this time, the most important things for the Episcopal Conference to define who the catechists are. It is a ministry and not just a participation in the ministry like we have in all the parishes in the world, where some people prepare the boys for First Communion, confession, etc. This is a more important ministry, but one that needs to be defined. The person who receives this ministry is a point of reference in the diocese or the organization of programs, levels, etc. But it depends on how the bishop makes the definition. This is now the responsibility of the Episcopal conferences. They are, for example, some religious who carry out their apostolate as catechists, but this ministry is not planned for them. Even more important, it is also not intended for seminarians who are preparing for the priesthood. They receive the acolyte, the readership, and then the diaconate, but this ministry of catechist is not intended for them. It is only for the baptized in general. For the church, it is a sign of the importance of the laity announcing the gospel and forming young people. End quote. And, you know, most of that may sound fine, except this is the man who said before and repeats here that the Catholic faith is now different than it was before Vatican II. The mission is now the formation of the faith of future generations into the values and norms expressed by modernism. This is what is coming next from Roach and Francis. Given the state of the world right now, Roach may not get his chance to act if things continue to spiral out of control in the secular news. But the plan is moving forward regardless. Francis has fancied himself to be the great reformer of the church, and he was elevated to the papacy to make that reform a reality. He has said as much explicitly that he is merely running the program of the men who made him pope. We've been speculating about what came after Traditionus Custodus for some time, and now we've got a pretty good idea. To form Catholics into the expression of the new mass and its understanding of what the Catholic faith has become since Vatican II. The hermeneutic of continuity is truly dead. Now, if you want to read this, Interview for yourself. I'll have it linked in today's show notes at return to tradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with a dot org at the end to look for the post with the same title as today's video, and you'll find it there. Let me know what you think of it when you uh, read it. There's a lot more there than what I brought here because I'm not just going to read an entire interview for you. Have you heard the rumblings in your parish about the office of catechist? Let me know in the comments if you've heard stories floating around your parish or your diocese about this coming change and about the need for there to be sort of a unified voice among the church about the formation of the lay faithful and seminarians and things and in the faith, a revision of how these things are done. Let me know what you expect from Francis and Roach. Do you think it's going to be as bad as I made it sound here? Am I being too optimistic about it? Or is this going to be something that's actually more or less okay? Let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.